Greetings, everybody, and welcome to 2018. Millennial Gaming Speak has made the transition into the new year. I am your host, Logan Moore. This is episode number 123 of the program. And uh, Max has made the journey here with us as well. Max is here with us, as always. Hey, dude. Hey. it's uh, We're recording this on January 1st, 2018. The morning of. We're like, we're fresh out the gate. We're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel very good. So <laughs> if this... my voice sounds funny, that's why. I woke up kind of sick on New Year's Day, so that sucks. Starting off the year on the right foot, I guess. Yeah, but... you partied too hard last night. No, we did not. <laughs> if By partying hard, you mean playing Uncharted 4 and then the clock struck midnight, and you're like, oh, I guess it's 2018. Anyway, back to discovering a... Henry Avery's treasure. What a beautiful way to start 2018 with the best Uncharted game. It's actually literally what a beautiful way because that is probably the best game I have seen on my 4K TV so far. That um, and Horizon Zero Dawn. We diving right into what we've been playing? Well, I'll talk about it in a second. All right. uh, so welcome to 2018, as I said. Uh, this is going to be our yearly look-ahead episode, I guess. I don't know. Our 2018... Our, our last what? episode was looking back... Our last episode was our game of the year, so we looked back and we gave out them awards, and Super Mario Odyssey somehow won in a long discussion and holdout, I guess. A holdout. It was a hostage situation. Pretty much. (laughs) Exactly what it was. Um, So Super Mario Odyssey won our game of the year last year, so now it's already time to start looking forward to 2018. Don't worry, guys. Breath of of the Wild will win 2018. Don't worry. Breath of the Wild 2, yeah, it's going to be a Majora's Mask situation where they've already I mean, got... Well, we'll just reuse the same engine. Let's just do that. I wouldn't be surprised if they did cr- put one out in, like, two years. Same engine and concept, different land. Totally down for that. Yeah. Like, I would be so into that. Go ahead and do that, Nintendo. Um, but, yeah, we're going to take a look today at everything coming up in 2018. Running down the list of games that we know for sure are releasing this year. Um, we have some with specific dates. Others are just listed for quarters, or we know they're coming out at some point this year, so we'll talk about all of those, take a look at what this year has got in store for us as far as video games go, and then, as always, we're going to count down our top five respective most anticipated games of the year as well. Um, I think it's, if you listen to this program, it should be pretty obvious what each of our lists probably look like, especially in that top spot. Especially, um, especially that number one spot for both of us. Especially since I guess we talked about it last, last week too. <laughs> like one of our categories was most anticipated. So you should probably know how me and Max feel about our number one spots at least. But then we've got four after that that might be a little bit more interesting for you. Um, so yeah, no news of any sort to get into. Um, but we will do our usual would even play in sort of jib jab. Jibby jabber. Uh, yeah. And I've been playing Uncharted 4. I've decided to go back to that. I don't know. Actually, you know why I did is I have that stupid list on my phone of like games I should play or whatever, and it's mainly got like everything. I mainly just throw everything I've purchased on that list just so I like remember like, oh yeah, I have that game and I haven't touched it yet. And the one game I've had on there for a long time has been Uncharted 4 parentheses platinum next to it. Just reminding myself I need to do the platinum run for that game. Yeah, you do. Join the club. Uh, Do you have it? Yeah, I have it. I didn't. I didn't know if you did. I didn't think you went back and got it. I, for the multiplayer trophies, because it's more than just play a round of this, play a round of that. Yeah. I literally just ran around and did what I have to. I was dead weight to my team. Like one of them was like die a certain. I don't know. 
I had to die a bunch. And so I just stood on the map and just ran around looking for I think, death. My teammates I think I played hated that with me. Kevin one time, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe I was playing that and then I jumped in and played Bloodborne with him or something. I don't know, something along those lines. I think Kevin was involved with that at some point. Um, but oh. yeah, I'm going back and trying to get the platinum on that game. Uh, like I said, looks amazing on my TV. It's really the first time I've, I've complained to you a lot, Max, about how I think HDR watches some of the games out. I just saw your TV actually in person last week. You did. Week. You were here at my humble my apartment. Eyes, my eyes bled. Yeah, from Forza Horizon 3. Oh my gosh, stupid. Yeah, game looks pretty good. Um, yeah, some games are hit and miss with the HDR, but um, Horizon looked amazing, and um, Uncharted 4 looks incredible as well. Even even in the parts where, for some reason, like I've noticed when the game gets darker in certain darker areas, like the HDR obviously kind of matches with that, but then when you go back into a more well-lit area, it kind of stays dark. It's very weird, and huh. it's got like a gray overtone wash to it. Some games have done that. Like Battlefront was doing that to me a lot. Um, Horizon does it a little bit. Forza Horizon does that a little bit. Um, but Uncharted 4 is freaking amazing looking, dude. Like that game is stunning. And when you get a 4K TV, I mean, it's your favorite game of all time and all that. So it's very easy for me to suggest you go back and play that game because I think it's a whole new experience in a lot of ways. I would um, I would love to not only play that whole series again with Abby because I've gotten her to sit through The Last of Us. Now I got to sit sit her through four Uncharted games. But it might be a five. Drag crap, after five one. Lost Legacy. Um, oh, Lost Legacy is not that important. I mean, I it's bet Lost Legacy great. looks just as good though. I bet it does. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe even. And a I've little... thought about going back and getting the platinum for that one after this, but I don't. I haven't. That. That's the one that's still out there for me. I don't but want to. Imagine yeah. what The Last of Us Part 2 will look like. Whether that's PS4's swan song or that's PS5 entry, I'm, you know, whatever. I mean, we've already kind of seen it in that most recent trailer. And that car that's on fire in that trailer is... But you haven't seen it in 4K <laughs> it looks like real HDR. Like, you know, yeah. their engines have been tweaked and refined. And now when you see it natively in your home instead of compressed over the internet, I'm sure it's going to be unreal. I know. And it, even, even I'm saying, I guess, even compressed over the internet, it was still like, whoa, this game looks really good. So <laughs> Naughty Dog's yeah. at it again. Yeah, they. Uh, I've noticed that like the Sony first party stuff is like of a really high polish even with even though the PS4 Pro isn't so now that I've got the, both the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X like I'm comparing and contrasting the two a little bit more um Xbox One X is obviously great and it makes all the games like a little bit better um and obviously most of them aren't like super optimized or whatever like The Witcher 3 for example it's like oh this looks good but it's not like the greatest thing I've ever seen um, I'd say the level of optimization, though, especially for the first-party Sony games that I've played on PS4 Pro, is, like, bar none. Like, they are getting a lot out of the PS4 Pro, and I know that thing is not real That's 4K. Yeah. yeah. So that like, that makes me kind of psyched to see what the PS5 inevitably is going to do when you assume it would be kind of a, on a more comparable power level to the Xbox One X. You would think. Um, as far as Uncharted 4 goes, my thoughts replaying this game. I am. Um, Where are you at? Where are you at in the game? Chapter 15. So I just got to. Uh, 
I just got to the pirate thing, um, the pirate thing. That's the whole game. Yeah. I just got to Libertalia, and then I got to the like throne room, the richer part of Libertalia or okay, whatever. So you're you in like, the library that, main hall with all the yes, paintings I, I, and stuff. I literally just walked into the library, and then I quit. Okay. Um, I know exactly where you are. The game is very good. Um, but the one thing, and here's the thing I'll say beforehand too, like, I, cause I, I cause we have kind of gone back and forth on Uncharted 4, obviously a lot. That's been that and Assassin's Creed 4 have been kind of two thread lines of this podcast. Stupid fours. Uh, um, so I, I went back into this with kind of trying to have a new set, fresh set of eyes on it because I, when I originally played Uncharted 3, it kind of had the same effect on me where it's like, I, oh, a man behind me. Uh, when, I, when I originally played Uncharted 3, it kind of had the same effect where I was like, ah, I didn't really care for that one that much. Um, I didn't like some of the things it did. And I eventually went back to it and I was like, holy crap, this game is amazing. And I liked 3 way more than like the second or third time I played that game. Um, so I was kind of interested to see if the same thing would happen here with 4. And it did not. My opinion of this game has remained the exact same as the first time I played it, which I honestly was not expecting. Like, I was expecting to come back in and play it and be like, oh, this is way better than I ever but gave you, it credit for. You haven't gotten and, to Elena a long time in the woods. Uncharted 1 compressed. Yeah, <laughs> those are, and those will be, that's a good moment. Um, My thing, though... It's just it just comes back to the moments in the gameplay sequences that the game throws at you. I still think there's way too much climbing. I think there is way too much just filler stuff where and 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 I get that they do a lot of that for the writing to emphasize the characterization of everybody in the game and kind of better that dynamic between them all. But like I, I just think there's way too much downtime where there's way too much climbing going on and way too much like uninteresting um, conflicts with or battles, I guess, with uh, shoreline people and stuff like that. There's way too much of that in the game. Um, and I really don't I stand by the whole it doesn't have enough good set pieces like the other Uncharted moments, because even when I went back and did the truck last night or in, yesterday in Madagascar, yeah. yeah, even when I did the truck sequ- sequence again, um, I did not think it was that great like it it's still it's still a crazy sequence how they pull it off technically but i i just didn't find it to be that over the top compared to some of the other stuff in the series i don't know um it's hard to one-up yourself when it's you hard to be crazy moments it's hard to beat a capsizing period. cruise ship or a train falling off the side of a mountain yeah. it's like how do you up that and i yeah. think in four a lot not all of it but a lot more of it is a bit more grounded um it's not grandiose i'd say like some of the most grand stuff is like when they shoreline blows up that tower you're in and you're like climb you're running down the tower and then you climb yeah, that's the jungle a, that, and stuff that, like that's, that's crazy that's or when you're in scotland underground like that stuff's a little bonkers but like most of it is is fairly grounded as far as like this kind of could happen like you know it's not it's no boat flipping over and sinking in the yeah. ocean. Yeah, for sure. And I like I, I say I say that I don't like the amount of downtime that there is at moments in that game. Um, but I like I said, I know they're doing that for the writing. And as far as the writing goes, it's far and away the strongest in the entire series. And that's saying something because the other three games are obviously incredibly well written as well. They're awesome. Um, yeah, the fourth game is and that's really been what's stood out to me the more I've gone back to that or the more I played this uh, as I go back to it um 
I really like how they kind of throw in some nuggets from previous games and how they will ask what they do a really good job of is that they will ask Nathan will ask questions uh, or Sam will ask questions that the player would also have in certain times within that game um, such as oh like how does this compare to your previous journeys or something like that like I think Sam asked him that at one point it's like yeah that's and you get something a pick, that, you get to pick which game you like more well, not, not <laughs> even that not even that sequence I'm talking like there's some moments where you're like running around on uh, one of those islands like Henry Avery's island oh, with the spy, like, how does eyeglass thing to... and he's like so now that we're here how does this kind of compare and I'm like see there like there's cool moments like that like just little one off conversations that I really enjoy mm-hmm. um and I like Nathan and Elena's stuff. I still think there's not enough of it, to be honest. Um, it's because they haven't have... gotten to Uncharted 1 Mini yet. Oh, and I know that's there, but that's only like the last few chapters of the game. And then he kind of splits off. Even at that point, he kind of starts going and hanging out with Sam again. It's really more than anything. And that's and that's kind of always been my thing with Sam, too, is that I really like the dynamic between Elena and Nathan. Who doesn't? Yeah, everybody loves that. That's kind of the core of the franchise. When I, and then, and then they it? kind when of I slide the Sam game. right in here. Yeah, when They're I like, replayed him before 4, that's when I like shifted from Team Chloe to Team Elena. I was like, Elena really is the best. She's great. I really love Elena. Um, but yeah, they kind of slide Sam in there and like, hey... It's going to be – as th- if 3 was like the buddy romp with Sully and Nate, and this one's obviously Sam and Nate. Um, but I feel like Elena just kind of gets lost in the shuffle in all of these in some regards. And I, 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 I don't know. I don't love that. And that's what I liked about 2 to a degree is that there was mostly those two together throughout the majority of the game. They run into each other very early in that game, and they kind of stay Tenzin. intrinsically tied together. Tenzin, Yes. Inspired uh, The Last of Us. It is it is a great game. I stand by that if I was like Discord or something, I'd give it like an 8 or 8.5. Um, obviously, about I two, one and a half too short, but all right. I really don't think it's a 10, though. Like, I, I just, I, I don't. Like, I, I there's they, they don't do enough interesting things gameplay-wise in that game compared to the previous you're telling ones. Me, you're telling me the sliding down the hills and using that rope? Yeah, not, no, sorry, not my cup of tea all that much. Um, it is just very much the same thing for long periods of time in that game where, oh, we got to climb this cliffside again. Oh, climbing this again. Are going to do more climbing here? Like, there is so much freaking climbing in that game. And there isn't all the Uncharted games. They got to like load even more that 4K that. HDR textures in the next area. I guess so. Um, there is just so much climbing and rooting around in that game <laughs> you're like it's climbing yeah there's a lot of it it just feels it feels dry at times yeah. um i really like it though like it's obviously a great game i don't and we i have never denied that i've just kind of yeah, strayed no. from your endless praise of it i will however say though like even again the more i play this it now that I have replayed both this and The Last of Us within the last six months, I don't understand for half a second how you think this game is better than The Last of Us. And we won't get too deep into that argument again. But The Last of Us is like a masterpiece of storytelling in any medium, period. And Uncharted 4 to me is just like a great end to this story. I don't know. I like it. You just, I think you just like the characters more. Which I'll seed Nathan... And Sully and all those people are better than Joel. We spent more time with them. Yeah, I'll agree to that. It's like, 
it's like Star Wars Force Awakens, and then I'm trying to think, and then uh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, what's yeah. a movie that you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like a really great one-off movie, and then the same studio makes this series everyone loves, or whatever. No, it's like if they're we... both great. Spoilers for the Last Jedi. Whoa, Alexa's talking, or somebody's talking. Siri, it's I said a series everyone loves. And uh, she thought I said Siri. No, don't don't pipe in like that, Siri. Um, it'd be like, I guess it would be like comparing your love for the new ser- new trilogy characters in the in the new Star Wars trilogy to the OG series characters. Which, We've spent more time with them and rewatched those movies so many times, but the new series characters are still good. We like Ray, and, and the old characters are in the new stuff. Yeah. So where's that la- Uncharted Last of Us crossover? Oh, it's coming. Sully's showing up in Last of Us Part 2. You just you mm-hmm. wait for it. I mean, um, actually, it's... we technically got it in 3, in Uncharted 3, with the newspaper saying, fungus breakout, freak scientists. I guess. That's, that's right. That's they when they were, the were going to put it in there and announce the game beforehand, and then that didn't happen, and they forgot to take that out. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Easter eggs. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that. I'll probably try to beat that tonight or tomorrow. You're um, close. Wrap yeah. up the platinum. Hopefully it's not too bad. Yeah, I know I'm close. Um, I actually, for that game, you know how your PS4 will take a screenshot when you get trophies? Yeah. I saved, I think it was the Rafe trophy, or it was some sort of trophy there at the end with Rafe. And I saved that for last specifically so I could get like swimming away from the boat with it exploding as like the probably final. the last it's probably the, the last one i'll do myself just as the platinum pinged <laughs> and it's like the boats exploding and you're swimming so like i went for a cinematic screenshot <laughs> that's probably yeah that's probably about the last one i'll do i think too because there's a couple like kill x amount of enemies clean up ones i'll have to go do um but then there's also the Rafe one, the two that stand out to me that I'll have to go clean up afterwards are the Rafe one, which isn't too hard because you can choose that specific encounter. Um, but the most annoying one is going to be um, going entirely stealthy in chapters 13 and 14. That's going to be super annoying. And I tried which to do it on Which ones were 13 and 14? Uh, it's when you get Maroon on the island. It's it's oh. where it picks up after the opening of the game where you're riding in the boat and it's storming or whatever. Yeah. So it's when you're actually on the Libertalia island. Yeah, you have to make it through two chapters without killing a single enemy. Drop it down to easy and go. Yeah, I tried to do it on crushing last night and then nah. um, tried that about five times and I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. No, I'm not. This will not work out. And uh, yeah, that was probably a good call because I would have beat my head against the wall for a good couple hours there trying to figure that out. So I'm no actually, thanks. as you say it, I'm seeing the path I took. <laughs> like in my yeah. mind i see exactly how i went through that encounter yeah there's some specific paths i looked up that people um suggested but even then like it kind of banks on the fact that you have it knocked down to the easiest difficulty because people see you in less time or they notice you in less time or it's not in more more time i mean i'm sorry um yeah it's not like in crushing if they see you like they start shooting right away explore they're like huh what's that over there uh, i should probably I check that out check this thing out but yeah. really slowly uncharted 4 um good video game um yeah that's a i've been playing that i don't think i've really been playing too much else um i did beat cuphead i guess that's 
noteworthy. Um, has a good video game as well. <laughs> this is a good one. It's a winner yeah. winner. It gets much easier, obviously. As you, I, once you get past that stupid dragon, it gets so much easier. And then you get onto the third island. Once I got to the third island, I blew through it all in a night. I like, love it. Was I love how I never had trouble with the dragon, but I had trouble with, like, the pirate. Like, the pirate. How'd you, how'd you fight the dragon? With the lobber. Okay. Yeah. That's what I did, too. The lobber really helps you there. You just got to be super patient with the dragon. I think that was my problem. I'm trying to be quick. Because, well, sometimes you can. Like, if you're just like, oh, I'm going to go all out here because I have a couple hearts left or whatever, and then you can, like, get them. But the dragon was not one of those bosses where you could do that. And I eventually just got to a point where it's like, okay, just go very slow and worry just about breathe. more than anything. Just worry about dodging. And I would do that, and I finally beat it. Um, yeah, that's a great game. That's one of my favorites of last year. I think I put that number nine on my top ten list that I wrote up on Dual Shockers. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. Huh. You been in anything? You been playing much of anything? Um, I know you just got home. I've been playing Zelda. Back into that for the DLC. I've dabbled in the trials thing, the Master Sword trial quest. That's that's Eventide Island pumped up a little bit. Um, they like put you in these rooms with certain items, and you can collect as you go, and you have to kill everyone and advance to the next room. It's any sort of trial system in any game. That's really fun to kind of dig in. I got like 10 floors or so, and then... I stopped because I was dying, and I you once you die, you kicked out, and you have to redo it all. So it's like the pit of a hundred trials and thousand your door, I guess. And so I left, and I've just started the DLC, like the second DLC, the Champions Ballad, and that's interesting so far. They take you back to the beginning on the Great Plateau, and you start there, and it's a really cool challenge on the Great Plateau. It's almost like taking you back through your paces of the game and so i'm very curious to see how that goes i want to play some more today um i might be playing on portable mode though because abby's been playing the sims 4 she's been taking oh has she is she liking that start she started it yesterday the first thing she did was make herself and me in the game so now we're nice now we're in the game we're gonna live are you married did you marry her again in the digital i didn't have control over this you gotta knock that off they gotta like they start living and then they have to fall in love in the game. So I, she might even be playing that right now unless she's cooking or playing Mario. She started Mario on the plane. She Odyssey? Like, mm-hmm. She, she leaned over and said, hey, what what games do you have on the Switch? I was like, here you go. And she started Mario. She played on assist mode. So it like told, tells her where to go. Those little arrows and stuff. And okay. she's, she's all the... She's just so that just takes her to like moons she needs. So she's already in like the desert world. Um, but she was having fun with that. And so she's been playing more than I have. Have you seen speaking of Super Mario Odyssey, I got into looking at this the other day. Have you seen the community around that game lately and what they have been doing with Super Mario Odyssey? Like speedrun wise? Not speedrun wise, even crazier. They have been trying to see how many moons they can get in that video game. Without jumping. jumping. Mm -hmm. I've heard, I've seen some headlines of like, can you beat the game without jumping? Yeah, you can beat the game without jumping. Yeah, that's awesome. You don't have to jump at any single point in that game. Uh, Now there is like, I I watched a video on it the other day. There's one required jump in that game that you have to make 
that's at the very end. It's when Mario's like it's in one of those uh, times when like Mario's beat the game without jumping. What about the frogs? No, so those don't count on your jump meter. Every 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 action with a capture does not count. Oh, okay. No, so they they're going off of uh, Toadette's jump counter that she keeps track of on uh, one on uh, Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So so they tried to what people have been trying to do is get through the entire game and then go talk to Toadette and check their jump count and see where they're at. And uh, they get, they went through everything that constitutes as a jump and tried to figure all that out. Basically, anything that has you jumping off of a stable platform or a stable ground is considered a jump. Any type of variant of that. But you can jump off of walls. You can jump. Uh, you can do the dive, and then you can jump off of Cappy as well. So if you none just throw Cappy count. out and run straight into none of those count. So that's how you do it. Everything everything pretty much centers around Cappy. You just have to get really used to throwing him, running up, and then j- bouncing off of him. Um, and diving. And then diving, yes. Can you... So you throw Cappy, you bounce off him. Can you throw Cappy again in the air, dive? Yes. Okay, so so that's how you get your All length. All dives count. Yeah, All right. That's how you get your length. Um, wow. So that's people, how people have been doing it. They've also, they've also been circumnavigating a lot of the... Uh, like the main stuff that I guess you would do at most um, of the locations in the game, like not doing jump up superstar or something like that. Like you don't have to do that stuff in no, the game. Like, as long as you get the as moons, long as you get you're enough fine. moons, you're good. So people have been figuring out which moons they should get, which are easiest to get with that type of play style, and have been going for that instead. That's really cool. Uh, it's a crazy thing. Um, that people are doing with that game right now uh but yeah there's one required jump in the entire game that you have to make and there's nothing you can do about it it's right it's at the very very end um when you after you fight bowser mario ends up face down on the ground and the only way you can get back up is if you jump and you can't do anything else and it's just it's like it's like a sequence that's locked until you hit jump and then mario jumps up and then you run down and then you throw the cap on on bowser and then you take him over you have to jump at that moment however speedrunners will figure out a way to no they've already they've already no they've already learned how put it on two-player mode oh my gosh and then you can do cappy and then if cappy uses his move then it counts as a bounce rather than a jump so if Cappy is the one who acted, if the sec, if player two who is playing as Cappy is the one who hits the jump button there or activates that sequence, then Mario bounce does a bounce instead of a jump, and then you can get through it, and jumps. then you got zero jumps throughout the whole game. Isn't that awesome? So you can do the entire game up to that point, and then you got to go to two player mode, just do that one bounce, and switch back to single, single player, player, and then you're good. That's awesome. So I love I love when people figure that stuff out. I, I you don't guys, know how everyone, they do. <laughs> everyone watch AGDQ this year because Mario. What is it? It's honestly it's probably in January at some point. I'll pull I'll look it up here. But Odyssey, I'm sure, and Breath of the Wild probably will both be in the running there. And those games are gonna be really cool to watch because they're brand new and the communities around them are just feverish with figuring stuff out. I've seen a lot of people. I know like the average speed run if you're like any good at it is like one hour and 20 minutes. And I've seen like an average people. It do is that. January 7th through the 14th. Okay. So next week. And I'll find out when Mario is, I'll, I'll scroll through. No rush. Okay. Um, 
that would be yeah that oh my gosh these games are already so good (laughs) i mean they're pretty good every year aren't they yeah but just some stuff is like really fun to see that you haven't seen before sonic mania is gonna be there gotta go fast gotta go super fast i'm looking man it's gonna be in a prime block because they want a lot of people there's a castlevania block symphony of night's gonna be there zero bosses Man, I love video games. Hey, look, Super Mario 3D World, the the best the best 3D. <laughs> I can't even say that. I love it, but it's not the best. <laughs> Who um, said that? Who argued that? Oh no, it was Jeremy Parrish said New Super Mario Bros. Wii U was like the best two D best two D Mario. Not even the best two D Mario. It was the best Mario Barnum period. Oh, that's what it was. That that's list. right. Oh my gosh, he's crazy. Um, have you been into anything else then? I want to, as far as uh, Breath of the Wild goes, I'll say I want to get back into that game, but I have learned that Zelda is one of those games, and I, it's not just Zelda, um, it's a lot of games, uh, but Breath of the Wild is one of those ones where after I am done with it and I set it down, it is very hard for me to mentally and emotionally go back to it, I guess. Um, I think the DLC does a really good job of easing you back into that world. Yeah. Does it? That's good to hear. Um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I feel that way with most open world games. Like once I put them down, and that's kind of been like my barrier of entry back into like The Witcher for so long that once I got so far out from that game, it was just like I feel like so overwhelmed trying to enter back into this world now. That's kind of where I'm at with Zelda. Um, I know the mechanics of Zelda off the top of my head more than I do Witcher. Like when I was playing that the other day, I was like, "Whoa, wait, how does all of this work again?" Uh, but yeah. I, I want to go back to that. I'll play that at some point. I've got it. Interesting. That's why, that's why I've got it as a handheld or whatever. I'll play around with it. Um, Breath of the Wild is the closer. All main quests, no amiibo. Projected at three hours and 57 minutes. But I feel like I didn't see Odyssey, which is a surprise. Maybe Odyssey will be a goal. There's no Odyssey. No Odyssey at AGDQ this year. Unless it is like a stretch goal for their funding which they've done before in the past. Like, they've done a Breath of the Wild run last year at SGDQ and stuff. And they'll just do that spur of the moment or whatever? Yeah, like in these blocks. They kind of have blocks and stuff, so they'll put those, they'll fit those things in if they can. Because they also can lose time because they have estimated times for runs, but usually they're a little bit shorter, and they figure that's, it's a whole week, so. Um, Am I I coming in bad on your end by chance? You sound fine in my headphones. Okay, just check it. I got some like alert on Skype here that's like, you have bad network connection. And I was like, what? No, you sound good. This new Skype layout's really dumb. Oh, Skype's just letting ugly. E- just letting everybody know. New should, Skype is bad. We should just completely migrate everything to Discord. Yeah, I, I hate Discord, though. I hate not looking at a face, personally. Yeah, there's video. Is there video chat? Yeah, Discord's had video for months. Then we could try Discord sometime. We'll All try right. that out. Um, I haven't nothing <laughs> nothing really beyond that. Like hardcore, I've dabbled with a little bit. At the end is nigh. I've been playing Pick Cross S, like there's puzzle game stuff. Mostly Zelda. Um, I have had a hankering now that I'm home uh, to get Wolfenstein Two back. Yeah, I've really? also had a hankering for Assassin's Creed. I would just like to say real quick, as far as Wolfenstein goes, that it is an egregious shame that we were not able to spend any time talking about that game during Game of the Year. 
because I'm sorry that three of us didn't play it. I know the places that game goes. Well, two dude, of us played it, insane. and one of us kept getting sick. That's true. Michael does get motion sick by that game. Yeah, like it just totally I'm sucks. Get it. I, I will get it back. I'm gonna. I know you'll. It. No, I know you'll play yeah, it. I but play it. I feel like I feel like if all four Here of us go, had played it, we would have had like a way like serious conversation about that game. Not for yeah. maybe maybe not game of the year, but like. I think it could have won a lot of other stuff because right, listen, I get, I'll try and get the game back this week. And when I'm done with it, you and I will have a whole episode dedicated just to Wolf, Wolfenstein two. Maybe we can do that. Maybe, maybe, um, anything else beyond that? No, I haven't really been playing. Persona five's been teased in the back of my mind. Like finish that game, Max. I need to play that. I still have not gone back to that finish yet. Maybe Uncharted, after Uncharted. Go back to first. Persona. I, the one other thing I did play the other night was brothers. Um, Tale of the, Two Sons. Yeah, have you ever played that? Mm-mm. It's actually really good. I uh, really enjoyed it. It is uh, Joseph Ferris's first game. The dude who's doing a way out, and the dude who said "f the Oscars" at uh, the Game Awards. Awards. Yeah, um, it was like so. I I had known kind of how it ended, so that was kind of ruined for me. Um, but it was still one of those things where it's like, even though I knew what was coming, the emotional impact of it still really hit me. Um, that is a really so you beat it. Yeah, it's only it's only like two and a half three hours. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was a little bit longer than that. No, it's a uh, it's really impactful, dude, and I think it's really well designed. Um, I really liked everything that that game was doing, and it was uh, it's really reminiscent to me of an experience kind of like a Limbo or an Inside, something like that, where it's like very quiet and you don't all the narrative clues you're given are kind of just. There is more of a straightforward narrative in Brothers, but there's no talking or any, anything like that either. Like the characters all speak in this sort of gibberish, made-up language. Um, I really, I really enjoy that game though. Um, it, it does some. The mechanics themselves are very interesting. You know about the, like the main just mechanical idea behind it, right? Uh, you control each one with an analog stick. Yeah, so it, it's kind of it's really unique in that way, and it was a. Uh, some good puzzles and stuff like none of it's overly hard but it was more just like uh i I think it was a good game for the time length and it really kind of hit me the other night i'm I'm glad i went back and played it just first me is a very good game designer i'd see what he does with the way out i was gonna say we might be talking about him a little bit later in the show maybe because he's got a game coming out this year he does uh just like many other people do let's get into that because we I have not played anything else. <laughs> um, 2018. So before we do our favorites, we're going to just kind of let's run through here and talk about what all is coming out this year. Uh, I've got the official list from the official one, Millennial Gaming Speak list. The official Millennial Gaming Speak list from uh, Wikipedia <laughs> pulled up in front of me here. Wikipedia, I find, has the most comprehensive list most of the time. A lot of these websites, Max, put out their own lists. Yeah. Wikipedia is where it's at, though. Just So, games, 2018, Wikipedia. Uh, let's start off with this month, because that would be January, and that's how the years start, mostly. Uh, this one actually, actually is uh, pretty hefty, for the most part. There's like actually some pretty solid games that are coming out this month. We've got uh, a lot of fighting games, honestly, too. Uh, Street Fighter V, that arcade edition is coming out, which is a pretty good deal for 
those who have not jumped on Street Fighter Five yet, I think it's like what forty bucks, and you get the entire package or something like that, and everything that they're going to release after mm-hmm. this or something. Yeah, so that's that's a pretty solid deal, I think, for anybody who's kind of been holding off on that game since its rough release a few years back. Um, getting into the later portions of the month, though, the big ones for this month are Dragon Ball Fighters, which looks very incredible. good. Uh, I'm not a Dragon Ball person in the slightest, but even I acknowledge that the animations in that game were kind of unreal. It is. Uh, I'm like so like excited. Ripped out off of my TV and was thrown into a video game console. I, yeah, it's uh, Abby apparently really likes 2D fighters like that. Like we've played a little bit of Injustice and stuff like that. So I'm my plan is to get the game and then say, look, it's a 2D fighter here. Here, let's play. And then, and then get her Super then, Saiyan on her. <laughs> yeah, well, no, and then get her into Dragon Ball because I have the manga th- from the Android Saga to the end, uh, so I don't have the Frieza stuff. I but, don't know what that means. Frieza? You don't know Frieza? Like, dude, I literally don't. You don't know, know any of it. Okay. Here's what I know about Dragon Ball: Goku. That is it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway, I have like two thirds of it in the book form and so my that's my way to get her into it is I'm, i want to get dragon ball fighters he's trying to make his wife a weeaboo mm-hmm. a waifu uh, yeah a waifu uh we've got that coming out on january 26th and we've got monster hunter world which is the same day which i am still you're very excited for i'm very interested from afar like i'm not going to be picking that up on day one and i do not think he I says will it now he says i don't it. think it's a I don't think it's a kind of game for me. Uh, I think it's something, I will say this. I th- is it something I will buy? Yes, but probably not at launch. Um, if it goes on sale for like 20, 30 bucks later in the year, I could see myself hopping on it just to give it a go. But it's not anything I'm going to pick up this month because I have more than enough things to play for like the next two months. And that's actually kind of what's nice is like these first two months of the year as we're going to find, I think are pretty well loaded up with games, but a lot of them I don't think are for me so that's nice so i kind of get the next two months to kind of catch up as much as i can uh we've also got oh let's go back one real quick too um the inpatient is on january 23rd which is a psvr game are you interested in that how are you feeling about that because that is the prequel thing to until dawn from supermassive yeah they're being like super cagey about the story in that game all they're saying is like yeah it takes place at the mental mental institution from until dawn uh, i'm that's down it. that's I'm all you need so to know down i you know i played until dawn too much for that guide um and learned a lot doing that guide but that game does some really cool stuff i think and it's really fun in group settings and i actually i've had a hankering to play it again with like a group of people but it's you know so i am excited for this psvr thing though like the impatient is a vr title i really do want to pick up uh, add it to the long list of vr games i want yeah. like job simulator super hot um, i thought you had job simulator abby really wants it but I don't isn't it, it on sale right now no i checked before christmas unless it just went on sale no it, it's not on sale then i thought it was i must have mm. just thought about something else no i'll probably I wouldn't be surprised if there's a double pack when Vacation Simulator comes out. It's not a bad, it's not a bad guess. Yeah. And then just buy the pack, or I'm sure you know I'll just buy both if it's not a pack thing. 
Yeah, Jump Simulator is good. It's only like two or three hours at most. Yeah, that's that's the fun. only thing I would say about that game is it was kind of pricey for the well, it's time sink you'd put into it. Oh, it yeah. is a VR game. Most of them are kind of like that, I guess. Um, but yeah, that looks... Uh, I don't know if I can do... Like, I'm interested in that game and I'd like to play that game. I can't do the horror, though, dude. You're like, a big baby. I don't know if I can do that. Um, that Half- game seems like it has some like super cool mechanics, too. I don't know if you've... I've kept up on it just because I like all new I know stuff is over it's at Shockers. Game from Supermassive and VR. Well, there's some like cool mechanics in it too. Like obviously you can use the move controllers, but they have this like dialogue system where it's obviously you get to, well, how would you like to respond to this person? Choose option one, two, or three. But it actually will like during those moments it'll like kick on your mic or whatever. Yeah. And then you can just audibly say what is on the screen, and it will be that's like cool. You, like you said that's it, and then the really characters cool. will respond to you. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, that's a really novel idea for VR. So people are still figuring this out. That's this just whole, like another level of immersion. Piece. That's cool. Yeah, so that's a, that that was a good idea, I thought. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see how it turns out, but I don't know if I can do so that. That's, when is that? That's on that's, the, 23rd. Uh, the 23rd of January. So that is a Friday release, I guess. Dragon Ball yeah. Fighters. I wish that was coming to Switch. Yeah. I'll probably have to no, that's a No, that's a Tuesday release. I'm sorry. The 23rd is a Tuesday. Yeah, so uh, Fighters and Monster Hunter World are Friday releases, then. Interesting. Uh, the following week, we have uh, Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, which is the Final Fantasy fighting game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people are excited for that one. Another fight, fighting game and Final Fantasy crossed over means it is totally not a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But it's there. Uh, kicking off February, we've got... I'll, I'll mention this one just because I checked it out at E3 and I'm like remotely interested in it. Pass Cure is this uh, indie game from this studio, I think over in Germany, if I'm correct. Um, I met up with them at E3 and talked to them about their game, and I've done a couple pieces on it um, over at DualShockers. Um, I'm interested in it. Um, it's the first game they've ever put out, and it's... The story seems kind of interesting. I don't know how to give you like a quick pitch on it, so you might want to just the go. The game about a man tormented by mannequins? Yes, that game. Um, it looks, from what I played, it seemed snappy gameplay-wise. Um, I'm curious if the story will be any good. I don't know. I figured I'd just throw that out there. That's coming out start of next month, um, and we'll see how that turns out. Uh, we've got Shadow of the Colossus Remaster, which is coming to PS4 on February 6th. I am very excited about that one. Max, you need to play this game because it is very good. Um, um, that is that is all, I guess. I don't know. If, I'm hoping it looks as good as Uncharted 4 does because really, I'm excited to replay that game. Uh, throughout the rest of the month, we've got a couple things here and there. Uh, like Dragon Quest Builders is coming to Nintendo Switch. We've also got uh, Dynasty Warriors 9 because we need another one of those. Uh, one game that I've kind of got like a weird eye on, which Please. I will not play. Oh, what? It, no, go ahead. Owlboy. Owlboy is one that yeah, I will pick I up. Want Owlboy. Owl, I want Owlboy on Switch. Yeah, we'll get Owlboy on Switch. I was going to mention that one. Um, so yeah, yeah, Owlboy's coming to Switch. I will be picking that up. It's also coming to PS4 and Xbox One that same day as well. It's coming to consoles. We'll just say that. Uh, that's been that was a highly praised indie game that came out on PC towards the end of I think 2015. Um, that's finally making its console debut on February 15th. Uh, same day, this RPG called King, Kingdom Come Deliverance is out. Um, it's kind of like a medieval-looking RPG. Um, kind of interested in that one. I don't know. 
I don't think I will play it, but there's a, it's another one of those things that we've covered a lot of over at Dual Shockers, a bunch of us. And it seems like it has some like novel mechanics for an open world RPG or whatever. Um, so I've, I've kind of got one eye on that. Uh, the 16th, we've got Bayonetta 1 and 2, the double pack coming to Nintendo Switch on February. I will be playing that. I don't know. Are you going to get that at some point, Max? Or I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah. I don't know if I'll p- pick it up like Abby, that Abby's not day. a fan. Abby's not a fan of Bayonetta. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> I will pick. I don't know if I'll pick it up that day, but I will play those games at some point this year. Uh, and then February 20th, we've got Metal Gear Survive, PC, PS4, which, Xbox. Which really, really needs a battle royale mode. Yeah, which will get a battle royale mode, as we talked about last week. A game most likely to receive a battle royale mode. The thing is... And it's not I the most likely. It would just be the coolest. I talked to you guys about this like a couple episodes ago, but that game, like mechanically, did. like I saw a gameplay video for it, and I was like, "Man, screw this game! Nothing without Kojima." And then I saw it being played for five seconds. I was like, "This actually looks really fun, just from a gameplay standpoint," uh, which I kind of feel bad about. But uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna buy it by any means. You don't know. You might. You might. Cave. I totally will not buy that game unless it comes out and everybody's like, "Yo, this game is the truth." 10 out of 10 <laughs> then i will think about it uh i don't know like it looks really good mechanically but i think just the way that it's laid out from what i've seen looks like something not super up my alley with like a lot of defending your base type stuff it looks like a tower defense game almost at times cer- certain elements of that game so i don't know uh nothing really else much for the rest of february like pac-man championship edition 2 is coming to switch um Payday 2 is coming to Switch. Yay. Uh, March is where things get a little bit more interesting as far as things that are specifically dated right now. Uh, another PSVR game from Supermassive Bravo Team hits on March 6th. We've got the Devil May Cry HD Collection on March 13th. Um, also got, uh, let's see here, the 20th of March is an interesting day. And so is the t- Oh, man. Dang. They got a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, 20th of March, Attack on Titan 2 which is coming to PS4, Switch, and Xbox One and PC. Uh, we've also got Sea of Thieves, which is finally landing on PC and Xbox One. That'll be the first really big Xbox One exclusive that has been released in quite some time. Uh, I guess Cuphead, but even then, I it's so weird that Cuphead was like the biggest game that came out on Xbox last year. I mean, obviously, I guess you could say PUBG too, but... Or Forza. <sighs> PUBG and Forza, though, man, got a lot of bad press around them. Cuphead really seems like the standout one, I guess. I don't know. It's it's strange. Uh, Sea of Thieves, I'm excited for it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and then Yakuza 6 is also out on March 20th. What a, geez, what a week. Holy crap. What a span of seven days. And so God of War is rumored to be slotted in this span, too. We don't have it in here so far because it's not an official release date. Uh, but supposedly, what was that? March 22nd was the rumored date on that one, I think. Somewhere in there, yeah. Uh, wasn't that yeah. the lineup? They lined up with God of War 1 or something. Yeah, so it lined up with the God of War 1 release. Um, so, yeah. that still, is. Uh, I'm still mad they didn't do a release date at PSX. I know that's silly, but like why i don't know i i guess i don't know the 22nd is when god of war one came out like pushing that stuff out via press release i've realized or not press release but via like playstation blog or whatever they like doing that stuff i've noticed more and more of that lately um 
So yeah, good God, if God of War drops somewhere in the middle of this. I say that because we've also got, uh, not that it matters for us, but even Valkyria Chronicles 4 comes out in Japan on the 21st of March. Uh, so a lot of stuff happening there already. And then the 23rd, we get A Way Out, which is the new co-op game from Joseph Ferris. Um, and what's the studio name? What's the studio there? Uh, Haze Light. I knew it was something light. I want to say Torchlight, but I knew that was wrong. Yeah, Haze Light Studios has got A Way Out, which comes out on March 23rd. Also on March 23rd is Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Uh, mm. And then on the 27th, holy crap, stop it. Far Cry 5 and MLB The Show 18. So Logan's poor that day. What a week, dude. Holy smokes. Try, from try March, and get that review for MLB The Show so you can say. From March 20th to March 27th, there is one, two, three, four games that I will be buying probably rip sea of thieves a way out far cry and mlb the show rip well that'll be fun all right so i got until march 20th to clean up my backlog that's where we going with that uh and then jumping into april so everything after march gets pretty we don't have a release dates really for anything so far uh we happy few gets its actual release date out of early access on april 13th remember that game remember that game from the e3 a few e3s back mm-hmm. yeah that, that's almost out i have that game so i guess i'll try it after that. i don't know grant bought it so it's on my xbox by default so i'll give that a shot that's basically all we've got right now oh i guess uh may is that street fighter 30th anniversary collection which they announced which has like what 10 street fighters on there or something crazy like that 10 or 12 yeah, street fighters stupid and half of uh, them are street fighter 2 yeah it's really cool dude that's a really cool thing they've done but man big middle finger to everybody who bought the switch version of street fighter 2 uh all right let's get into a bunch of the other games that are just scheduled to come out this year just, um, pick, we'll just pick and choose well yeah of course i'm not gonna list every single ready? one that you ready the first one the first one you're gonna pick Ace Combat 7? No, I was going to say Anthem. I was going to say Ace Combat 7 because that game is really good in VR. And uh, I have an eye on that game, I guess is what I would say. Shouldn't you have two eyes on it because you're VR? No, because I guess my other eye is on Anthem here. Uh, let's talk about Anthem for a moment and actually kind it's... of break this one down. Because I don't know what is... I don't know. How they... am I supposed to feel about this game now? Um... You need to feel like it's going to be Destiny. EA's I'm not even talking like that. Yeah, I guess I'm talking more like from an EA perspective. It is EA's first new IP in quite some time. That's not true, is it? First big, like, new IP? Yeah. They just keep. Big new IP? New. I guess. I guess. Yarny doesn't count. Titanfall was a couple of years back, I guess. Um, and that was published by them. Now they well, own it. this is published by them, too. Oh, you mean like own from one of their studios? Yeah, like you. remember, they didn't own Titanfall. It was no, they, like didn't, a, they didn't respond. It's, an, at the it's a Microsoft thing, and now it's an EA. So like that was, I mean, they own it now, and that's cool, but that still falls under their you know, first-person no, shooter. I gotcha. Or, yeah. I feel like they had something else recently. I mean, obviously, I don't know. There's a lot of new IPs that they put out year year over year. I mean, even a way out, I guess, is a new IP. But I get, I get what you're saying. It's the new one that you can tell has like the stink of like a, this is a new franchise for us. Like they want this to be a big thing for 
many years after 2018, not just this year. Um, I'm fine with it being like Destiny, considering I like Destiny now. Um, and everything I... That demo they showed at E3, like, it looked really freaking good. Like, I'm... I think there's reason to be excited. It's more about the ancillary aspects of the game and the potential of, I guess, microtransactions and loot boxes that I think has everybody on will be, edge. Right will now. most certainly be in the game. Well, I think it, it's a double edged sword with Anthem, man, because it's both that and then Bioware, too, who's also got a stink on them after. I don't uh, know. That just this whole game has this weird allure around it because. Bioware just totally killed Mass Effect Andromeda, and I, I don't mean killed in a good way. Like they buried that game in a shallow grave. Sadly, and that still is very upsetting did, to me. Did you not uh, watch that EA loot box history video I sent you? I think I, think I, I, I sent it to you. I might have because it talks about this. Like EA's history with loot boxes is long. I don't want to get into it now. Actually, what I'll do is I'll throw a link to the video I'm talking about in the show notes, but. Anthem is, they need Anthem to do well, and they hopefully don't fill it with loot boxes at all would be a really nice thing, but just, it's got to be purely cosmetic, man, and it's got to be, it's got to be stuff that, like, even Destiny 2, it's all purely cosmetic, but there's a problem with the design of it, like, it's the only way to get things, like, you got to be able to earn things in the game, it's, that it has yeah. to, it's a delicate balance going in with Anthem, and I honestly, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Anthem is delayed into 2019. I would not be either. Um, it's, it's it's scheduled for like the later portion of the year. It says Q4 on this on this Wikipedia sheet, but yeah, that sounds about right. Like it, in my mind, I was expecting. I see it. I see it. October, I see it January to March 2019 would not surprise me. Here's it, the. I mean, I guess here would be. Well, even then, I guess they could put it out. Then here's the only thing with this though. Um, it seems very obvious that this is their game for their next financial quarter. So you would imagine this has to be out no later than March 31st yeah. of 2019. So even if it does get delayed, it's got to be like January, February, early March, something in there. It's another thing that's interesting about this game is it's Bioware and Bioware is known for Mass Effect and Dragon Age, like big RPG type stuff. But this clearly has multiplayer, open world elements to it. Like being mm-hmm. able to just, I'm able to hop into your game, Logan. We're able to fly underwater together in our spacesuits. So it's going to be interesting to see how they balance a, a, what we assume a space RPG narrative with multiple people and have that depth and complexity people love Bioware for, but also have it be accessible and fun to keep playing with your friends. Because if it's just a story, say it's a 40 hour RPG story. What are you going to do after that? What are you and your friends going to do? So, like, it's even, it's weird. It's got to strike I a think, really yeah, good balance. Well, I, th- I think even if we're just going off of what we've seen, what we've seen so far, which is just that quick five, six minute gameplay video or whatever, yeah. like, I think there is so much reason to be excited. Like, that, that, that game showed incredibly well at E3, I thought. It was like Iron Man, the game, pretty much. It looked great. Like I, I think there's a, like just going off of that alone. I'm very excited for Anthem, and I cannot freaking wait to play it. Uh, it it's just yeah, it's the EA EA coming off of potentially their worst year ever, combined with the fact that Bioware totally screwed up 
Mass Effect Andromeda. And, but at the same time, I don't want to put a lot of that on Bioware because from what we've kind of learned about the game, it seemed like they were extremely rushed. Um, I, like, I want to believe they probably asked for a lot more time with Andromeda and just were not given it. Um, I don't know. I hope Anthem has been stewing way longer than Andromeda was, though, and they've got like the I technical things down. It looks much prettier than Andromeda ever did, so that's a good thing. At least I mean, I that was running on a PC. Like that, it will not. I think. But it was running on an Xbox One X, wasn't that like the whole thing with that? Conference? Yeah, which is essentially a PC, like an X. It will not look like that on your first gen Xbox One or your PlayStation yeah. Four. I would not be surprised if this is. If Anthem is delayed in 2019, I would not be surprised if it's one of the first games to be one of those bridge type games where it's like, here's a version of it on PS4 and here's a version of it on PlayStation no, I, 5. I don't think, it, I don't think it's going to do that. Like it might come to it might Destiny come later. Destiny did that. Destiny did after that. After those consoles are mm-hmm. out, uh GTA uh, eventually did that. Like I would not be like surprised said, if, if Anthem it, is a bridge kind of game. If it slips to 2019, though, it's it is gotta not coming out. It's got to be before March 31st. You're right. Yes, it does. It has to be this financial quarter because this is their their, their 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 next financial year because it has to be out this year. No, uh, I, I agree with you 100% about it's out before March 31st, 2019. I wouldn't be surprised if they announce like, you know, a PS5 version because I assume by March 31st, 2019, we know the PlayStation 5 exists. I'm not sure about that. I, I don't think so. I, I think, think it comes do. out holiday 2019. I think yeah, but by what did they then. What did they do with PS4? Was it at like uh, a, it was a January February, February event when they revealed it, okay. and then E3, and then it came out in November. Okay, then I guess they could. I don't I know. Mean, by then, we obviously have rumors and rumblings. Yeah, and we could. I guess we could talk about this year is going to be very interesting in regards to all of that hardware stuff because this is going to be the groundwork year for all of that where we we will know by the end of this year whether or not that stuff is happening in 2019 i think um it might not be definitive it might not be definitive from the mouth of mark cerny or whatever but we will know through leaks and stuff like that what was what was ps4's code name oh it was it was an o i can't remember i wasn't paying that much attention on ps Morpheus, Morpheus was Morpheus was PSVR. Morpheus was PSVR. Yeah, was it? Uh, was it? Uh, Wasn't it another a Matrix? Matrix character? It, it was a yeah, Matrix it, name. As Trinity Neo was PS. It might Neo. have been Trinity. No, I, Trinity was the Vito, wasn't it? I don't know. PS4 I can't remember. For code, you can look it up. I, last thing I'll say about Anthem is uh, when I first bought my Xbox One X, that was like the first game that popped into my head. It was I was like, "Yo, Anthem's gonna look Orbis. awesome on this." Orbis. Orbis? Okay. Yeah, we'll know by the end of the year what's up with that dude. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. It's gonna be. Fun. Isn't it cool? Kind of. I I don't know. My wallet's sad, but <laughs> it's just because you just bought a PS4 Pro. Yeah. Even though I guess I only bought it for like twenty bucks when all things was all said things and done. Considered. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't too bad. Um. Yeah, that'll be fun. I don't know. I I just I think I'm more in shock that this console generation is wrapping up because it seems like it just started. Like even more so than the PS3 360. Well, because it's shorter than the last one. Yeah, I guess. It's only I been it's only been five years. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're going on five years. It's been barely four right now. Yeah, and we're already talking about new consoles. Plus, we've already had technically kind of new consoles on top of that the xbox one, xbox one x for sure yeah so 
So very, very strange. It's, it's handsome a, though. It's gonna be know. interesting. Keep your eye out I'm, on it. I'm very, I'm, we'll uh, see are, it at E3. Are, are you excited for it in any regards? Because I, I don't I don't really know what your that trailer is. didn't like do anything for me. Just like the Red Dead trailer didn't do anything for me. Like. But the concept of like, yo, let's get our group of Iron Mans together and go out and fight monsters is like, I'm maybe, totally in for uh, that. But you know what? Maybe I'm jaded because I've been playing Destiny for so long. The game's not gonna play exactly like they showed off. Like it's it's not. I think I here's I'm, the, I, didn't I, think I I'm cynical about it. Very, I didn't think the combat showed off very well personally. I'm pretty uh, cynical about it. I don't think those mechanics are gonna be as cool as it demoed. I think the I think the exploration stuff could be for sure. Like that didn't look like anything too crazy. Like just flying around. Like how much of that? I don't. Know. I've like I don't it know. Didn't, I didn't. It think, didn't do didn't, anything for me in the. I can't wait to play that. It's a uh, that's cool. Keep my eye on it. I don't know. If I, I, don't know I don't know if. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see I'm more. Like, I want to see more. I, I don't know if I'm like champing at the bit to play it right this second, but I'm like, I want to play it just because I want to know more about it. I guess is where I'm at right now. Yeah, I want to know more about it, and we're going to know more about it at E3 2018. Probably, if not before. Uh, Max, do you are you interested in that game where you're like a raccoon with an eye patch that like punches stuff? Biomutant? No. When you started <laughs> out that sentence, my brain went to Sly Cooper, and I was like, did I miss Sly Cooper 5's announcement? No, so Biomutant is that role-playing game coming out, uh, published by THQ Nordic. Looks kind of interesting. Uh, came out of I nowhere. Did- I think some people who have played it over at Dual Shockers have spoken very highly of it. So we got interested. I guess I don't know if I'll play it. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual, Ritual of the Night, Night, which is finally coming out, and supposedly it says quarter one, quarter two of this year. Yep. I did not know that was a thing. Um, it's coming to everything, um, even PS Vita. <laughs> which uh, w- watch this? Yeah, the Vita version will be delayed, and the no. Dude, I asked Koji Igarashi specifically about that version of the game, and he's like, yeah, it's coming along fine. I just don't believe it. <laughs> I asked it. He said, uh, what did he tell me? He said there's a separate studio that's working on the port of it for that game, oh, so yeah. it's like not them in-house who are doing it. There's like a group that's like, there's a team that like works on optimizing Vita games, and he says... I don't it know. Looks I just every, look at Mighty Number no. 9, and I'm jaded. Like He says every time he's played it, it's turned out really well. I played. I, I mean, I've played that game. It uh, seems like a Castlevania game, so... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, excited. For that I don't one. know if I love the art style the more I played it. Um, the 2.5D, yeah. Not crazy about it, even though I'm totally understanding of why they had to do that, because they would have needed another $10 million if they wanted to do the actual animations, and that game also would not have come out for another... Two years, probably. I really... Uh, where, where are you going to get this? Are you going to get it on PlayStation or are you going to get it on Switch? Uh, I don't know. Probably need PlayStation, honestly. I think, I think I'd go Switch. Portable? Like, just the option. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe I'll do that, Max. Maybe I'll just get you them could, on both. You could do that. You're a big kid. Uh, Call of Cthulhu looks kind of cool. That's all I'll say about that. Moving on. Uh, Code Vein uh, is like the new uh, anime Dark Souls. Have you seen this game? Nope. Looks pretty good. I'll move on from that. <laughs> Crackdown three. Uh, Crackdown three. Let's talk about this one. Um, I'm real scared about this game. I'm going to continue saying this. I know I've said this to you <laughs> randomly at times. Yep. You just bring it up. You brought it up in the middle of a conversation where Crackdown wasn't even <laughs> near the conversation. Like, so I played Crackdown at E3. I really liked what I played of Crackdown at E3, and a lot of other people I think were much more negative on it than I was. 
And uh, then they delayed it, and then they have not said anything about it since then. Like, they have not said a single word about that game since its delay. And that was announced around Xbox One reveal time. Yeah, so it's not only that, it was like, it was kind of like a Final Fantasy thing almost, where it was like, our date, it's finally coming out, you guys, we've got a date, it is November 7th, and everybody's like, about freaking time, Crackdown 3, and then they're like, wait, no, sorry, we're delaying it again. Indefinitely. Indefinitely. Uh, So yeah, that's kind of scaring the balls off me there. Uh, It reminds me of South Park, too, when they did that with Fractured Butthole. They're like, it's out in December, you guys. Just kidding, delayed. And then you didn't hear about it for six months, and you're like, what the heck is happening? Uh, Man, I do not know. This game, here's the one thing I will say about this game. Did not look great. It looked pretty old. I think it played well, but it totally was like, oh, yes, this has been in development for quite a long time, and therefore it is not optimized for the new stuff they've got it going with. So it is going to come out, and it is going to look like a game that probably released, should have released in 2015 or so, which is not, like, terrible, I guess. But, uh, man, I, they gotta, like, come out with a date for this game by, like, I gotta just hey, say something about it over the next want, six weeks. You know another game? someone should talk about and just give a date for uh what days gone uh i don't know what's up with that one either yeah this is kind of like that's kind of the sony version of that dude like i don't know what is up with either of those games right now because we've not heard about either of them really in days gone wasn't at playstation x the event about playstation for playstation fans or paris games week the well to be fair the only mention of days gone was like they had a booth of it and like a really cool looking booth so, like, at least they acknowledged its existence in a booth sense. Yeah, I guess. I'm, like, it'll, it'll be coming out, but... I'm... Yeah. We'll talk about um, it anyway. Yeah, Days Gone. Uh, Crackdown 3, though, dude. I don't know. I'm still very, I'm still so freaking excited to play that game, but... We'll see. I am just... I, I When I say I'm worried about it, like, I, I that, that doesn't mean, I guess, like, oh, man, they're going to cancel Crackdown 3. Like, the game will totally come out this year and probably within the first six months here. But it's just so. I, I you got to think Microsoft is pissed off about that game, and they're like, "Get this out as soon as humanly possible." Because I I don't know. I I, I think they're ashamed to even kind of talk about it anymore. And if I had to guess, it is not going to be good for Sumo Digital once they put that game out. Because I don't know if they're going to get closed or anything like that. I don't know. I don't even think Microsoft owns them. I can't remember. Uh but yeah, that game's development, man. Uh, it's a quick, mess. One more quick thing. How you feeling about Concrete Genie, that game that was shown off at Paris Games Week where you like run around and spray paint stuff? I, I thought it looked cool. cool, like visually looked cool. Um, yeah. I think it looks cool visually. Looks like one of those games you might play to just kind of be like, I just want to relax tonight. Mm-hmm. I, hope it, I hope it has the same spray paint mechanic from Infamous Second Son. Uh, I think it does, actually. I think you turn the controller, the controller sideways and spray. Because that is still one of the coolest things I've seen done with the controller. Total gimmick, but I liked it because then the sound came out of the controller speaker and you could hear the It was fun. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, Darksiders 3 is coming out this year. Heck yeah, dude. Darksiders 3 is coming out this year. That's pretty cool. I'm down for that. You've not played the other games, though, so we'll move on. Dauntless, shout out to everybody over at Phoenix Labs. I love all of those guys over there. Very cool. Met all of them at E3. Very nice dudes. Um, They're releasing Dauntless fully this year. It is in like early access or beta form right now. Uh, it's like a Monster Hunter type game. It's cool. Coming to PC. Check out Dauntless if you're into that. 
Detroit Become Human. Detroit Become Human is coming out. Dragon Quest Builders 2. Supposedly Detroit Become Human is coming out in the first six months here. Yeah, uh, it by, is. What did they say? Spring? Yeah, spring. So what is that? By May? Yeah, I'd, I'd give it to May. Usually, I mean, technically, I guess it doesn't start till spring. is not up until mid-June. But when people say spring, that's usually meaning by May most of the time. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. We kind of talked about that one a few weeks ago. Same with uh, Dreams. We've kind of talked mm-hmm. about that one a little bit here. Um, we're gonna learn. We're gonna learn more about this. Uh, is so dead, dude. Yeah, is, I've heard. And what's uh, crazy is everyone that saw it at PSX was like, "It's crazy what they've built. Like the technology is so impressive, but it's the game's gonna fall flat. It's gonna be the Order eighteen eighty six kind of all over again. Like the tech." of the order was so cool at the time but the game fell flat and dreams is like a bigger drawn out version of that where the technology apparently is phenomenal but it's going to be trash i can't remember i can't remember watching a studio like this and knowing that they would be closed down <laughs> within like 18 months to 2 years after their game is released like this like it is uh, I feel bad for them, um, even though I feel like they've kind of dug this hole themselves. But anyway, uh, Faye looks cool. Come We're going to learn more of that here this month. Dreams? No, Faye. Oh, we are? Faye. Because uh, remember when EA's internal whatever leaked the direct? It was mm. related to Faye or Fee. Supposedly. Yeah, Faye looks cool or Fee, whatever. Uh, that game looks kind of interesting. It's like one of their new indie games that EA is putting out. There you go. Another new EA IP for you, Max. Indie, uh, their indie initiative. More PlayStation stuff. We've already kind of talked about it. I don't think we'll spend too much on it here. But God of War uh, is coming out soon, early 2018, which means it's... Pr- I, I still think it's a lock for March, don't you? Like, can we just agree here that it is March? And I hope it's March. I think it's March. It could, I wouldn't. It, it wouldn't surprise me if it was early April, but I think it's March. I hope it's early March. If it's coming out, because dear God, please do not put it in that murderer's row of games we talked about earlier. I think God. Of, I think God suck. of War could stand in that period, though. Like God of War. Oh, is a, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I won't get lost. And if God of War comes out in that time, God of War is what I'm playing. I mean, I think it. Uh, it'll it'll definitely hold its own in that time period for sure. But it's more of just like a. It's one of those things where I think it's bad for gamers, where it's like, no, I want to play Sea of Thieves and Nino Cooney and God of War and Far Cry and and the we'll show. Get to it eventually. <sighs> uh, Kingdom Hearts three, I guess, is the next huge one on this list. If it comes out this year, it will. I tweeted it. It will I was come say, true. <laughs> are you are you being a hundred percent serious? Hundred percent serious. The game is coming out this year. I I, I agree. It. I agree with you. What believe- what do you what are you feeling for it? Like oh, it's a no- like a Novemberish type thing, like they did with like Final Fantasy fifteen. I think I, will, it- I think it's exactly going to be like Final Fantasy fifteen, where they're going to announce the date is September something, and then it is going to get pushed into <laughs> November. Um, I think- they're like, sorry guys, we got to put the X Men in this because we just bought that license. <laughs> real quick. I think I think the game is going to get similar fanfare or treatment as Final Fantasy, where they will have an event. They will announce like, "Here's what you. This is when the game's coming out. They're gonna give goofy it." Will, goofy will come out on stage and be like, "I told you all." <laughs> <laughs> Something like I, they're gonna give it really. They're gonna reveal like a big new world. 
it's probably gonna be star wars or something like big disney ip that everyone wants we already have i don't even want to know what the internet will do if star wars world is announced for this game it'll melt but it's some some big world we already technically have marvel because big hero 6 is in the game i always forget that's marvel but yeah um so something big is going to be announced they're going to reveal the date of the game they're going to tell you all the fancy additions that i'm going to buy (sighs) max don't buy this game on xbox one please don't do that my plan is i've told you this before i'm gonna try and change my 40 dollar one that i have locked on amazon from like 2015 (laughs) to an xbox version um i mean ps4 is where i'm going to play it and buy the fancy collector's edition that's gonna have like a three or three foot statue of Sora with Goofy and Donald next to him. Um and Luke Skywalker. Yeah, with a lightsaber. And then but also Wolverine's gonna be standing there with Sully from Monsters Inc., which leaked, kinda, I guess. They leaked uh, Sora. I I believed the first few images, and then I kept seeing more, more and more and more. And I was like, this is kind of the more I look at this, the more fake it looks. Like some of those, some of the design, I think what stood out to me was like Goofy's design looked awful. I was like, if this is really in the game, then this is bad. <laughs> it's like this game's version of Halloween Town. Yeah. Where everyone like, changes. It was fine, but Goofy, I kinda, look, Goofy and Donald's designs looked terrible. I've always and, wanted Monsters, Inc. in Kingdom Hearts, so I'd be cool if it's true, but I wouldn't be heartbroken if not true. Yeah. Um, I think I think it totally comes out this year. For sure, it's. Um, we're, we'll talk about it more a little bit here in a second. What I mean, it has been freaking forever, so it's hard oh. for me to even remember this. Um, how did they do? Did they disclose all worlds that would be in like Kingdom Hearts one and two before release? Do you really know that? Like I do before not. this game, I really before don't. this game, before this game comes out, will it be like, oh, we know every world that is in the game, or will it be like we're, we're playing it and all of a sudden it's like Marvel World? What? Ah! Well, I hope it's I hope it's like the latter there. I hope it's genuinely mean surprise because that's how it was when I was a kid. You booted up that game and the only character the only way you could even infer what was in the game worldwise was what was on the back of the box. So like you see Hades and you're like, well, gotta be going to the, the Coliseum, you know, Hercules. So I hope it's and I pl- I'm I wanna try and go into the game as a genuine surprise. All we know right now is Tangled, uh, Twilight Town We've got Big Hero Six. We've got the big uh, Mount, Olymp- Mount Olympus Toy Story. So right now we got five. I think I feel like there's one other, but maybe not. I mean, there's no, that's, there's I Kingdom that's Hearts right. made worlds like I'm sure Hollow Bastion or Castle. We'll probably, see, we'll probably see freaking Noctis in this game if I had to take a wild guess. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yes. Noctis will probably show up in this video game. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, they would put... I think they'd put Prompto. Like, they'd put one of the side... The goofy side characters. Nah, dude. They've been putting Noctis in literally everything. Everything. He's in Tekken now. He's like the front... He's like the poster boy for the new Final Fantasy Dissidia game. He is... uh, They're putting Noctis everywhere. So, if anybody's shown up with him in this game... I hope it's old man. I hope it's old man Noctis though. You never finish that game. Max, spoilers for Final Fantasy fifteen. It, 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 you don't care. At the very end of that game, there's like a. I think Noctis gets locked in like some 
I don't know what happened. I know there's he some time travel tra- thing, but he, he, he gets, like, like, gets trapped old. in. He like gets trapped in time for like 15 or 20 years, and then when he did, comes out, he's that. like an old man, mm-hmm. and you play as old man Noctis for I like the last chapter of the game. I knew that. It's kind of cool, but uh, too bad I didn't know anything else at all that was happening in that video game. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, I'm sure we'll talk about here again in a second. Let's, let's um, this. Keep going. Mega Man 11, which is coming out late 2018. Uh, we talked about that a couple of weeks back. Um, looks good so far. Uh, Overkill's Walking Dead game is supposedly finally coming out. Um, sure, we'll see if that happens. You know, you've, you know that game's been like teased for years, right, Max? I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. No. It's As familiar supposed- I am with the TV show, I'm not familiar with the rest of the Walking Dead universe. They've been like teasing this first-person shooter set in the Walking Dead universe for like seriously years, and they finally like actually revealed it the other day and like began talking about it a little bit more. That's a thing. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. You like Cowboys, Max? I do. I do. I'm a cowboy fan. Yeah, there's a snake uh, in my boot and everything. Man. I just reading that I all of a sudden had it kind of finally hit me. Oh shoot. What platform am I buying this video game on? Um, because I typically buy my Rockstar games on PlayStation just because I'd buy it on PlayStation. Even though you I, have an X, I'd buy it on PlayStation. I think I would. Yeah. I think it'd be one of those like maybe handful of multi-platform games. I end up buying on PlayStation, it's but like it's some, so pretty, but you it'll just, look good on either. It will look because Rockstar will make it look good. They will. They will be fine. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on that here again. Shen, so, Shenmue Shen, 3? That game's not coming out this <laughs> Uh I will say that right now. Shenmue 3 is not releasing this year, even here, though it's scheduled. It's sequel scheduled. to Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones is finally coming out. No, I don't think... No, that one is coming out this year. That's it says, right. It says so, according to Wikipedia. There was, there was something that I thought it got delayed the other day, but no, I was thinking of something else. Uh, Skull and Bones looks cool, but it also, I don't, I don't know, we'll see. I, I want to actually like play a match of that game and see how it feels, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Spider-Man. Max, we're going to go where Spider-Man's out. Good thing. It's, Good sentence. You know, I like that sentence. It's going to be fine. It's going to be whatever. It's going to be an okay game. I, I think dude, we're going to talk about Spider-Man here in just a second. Dude, I just want to swing around the city and listen to podcasts, mm. and that's all I want to do. I hope there is... 10,000 collectibles in that game and I will find them all naturally without consulting a guide. I'm excited for Spider-Man. Uh, we've also got State of Decay 2. I forgot that was even a video game that is coming out to the Xbox One platform. That looks good. That looks fun. I will purchase that game and I will play that game. Hopefully I can get some co-op people on board. Maybe Michael Ruiz. I think he likes the first one as well. So co-op zombie time. Let's do it. Uh, Soul Calibur 6 is coming. We've got Super Meat Boy Forever, which is coming sometime to a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Super Mega Baseball 2, if you're into that, like I am. Uh, oh, shoot. Is that really this year? The System Shock remake is coming out this year, supposedly. By quarter two, 2018. Would not be shocked if that was delayed. In fact, I thought it was delayed. But, anywho, System Shock. The precursor to Bioshock. They're remaking the first one. There's a studio on that game, Max. Don't worry, we're getting a, we're getting an Ace Attorney game. Yeah, we are. Um, that's showing up somewhere. Wait, where is that even at? The very bottom. Untitled Ace Attorney game. Oh, I see that. You jumped way down there. Um, I was going to say the last night comes out this year. Remember that one, Max? Remember the trippy, cool looking uh, cyber oh, the, game? Uh, 
the Blade Dave, Runner it, looking game. Yeah, that game looks dope as balls, dude. Cannot freaking wait to play that game. Blade Runner comes out on Blu-ray here in like a week or two. Sweet. I think it comes packaged with a code for the last night, actually. So there's Does that. It? Well, there you no. go. I'm glad I have my copy locked. Go ahead. No, I'm, that was me talking to myself. Um, final season of The Walking Dead and uh, The Wolf Among Us season two. Both those are happening. Um, curious well, to see how those. I'm curious to see how those both stagger out after the turnover that just happened at uh, Telltale because they laid off like a third of their staff. So hoping those games are doing all right because it seemed like they let go of some key people who've been with that studio for a long time. Um, so hopefully everything's going well there. I don't know. I feel an obligation to play the final season of The Walking Dead, even though, if I'm being honest, I really don't want to at all. Like, season three turned me off that I'm, much. I'm excited because, like, everyone who... If you've listened to the show before, you know that I play these games with my wife, and we've been playing The Walking Dead for quite a long my time. My wife. My wife. Um, so I'm excited to wrap that up with her. I'm more excited for Wolf Among Us season two. Um... Yeah, I'm excited for Wolf 2 more as well. But yeah, I, I will play. I, I probably do what I did with Walking Dead Season 3. Just probably just wait till all of them are out and then just kind of blast through it. Um, We've got Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. I'm excited for that video game. I will play a lot of that video game. I hope it is good. I still don't know a lot about it, but I trust Suda51, and I like anything involving Travis Touchdown. Uh, and then we've got... That Fire Emblem game, we've got that Yoshi game that they showed off last year at E3. We've got uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 is coming to the U.S. this year as well as Japan, which I said already earlier. That Vampire game from Focus Home Entertainment looks kind of cool. Kind of interesting, that one. Saw that one at E3. Um, that's about it. That's about it for the Air Max. What are you thinking on paper? How are you feeling about this year? It's going to be a knock out of the park. It's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah, because then there is... Obviously, this is just everything we know of. Anything January first, twenty eighteen. This is everything we know of right now, and obviously there will be so many freaking games announced over the course of the year that will come out in the later part, portion of this year. Like, I, do you remember last year when it was like in March, and we're like, "Wow, we don't know anything that's after June." And then they're like, "Don't worry, guys. Here's the Within and the freaking Wolfenstein." And like they announced like so many games that just like dropped and fall out of nowhere, and it was like, "Oh my gosh, there's a lot of video games now." Help. Yeah. So on paper, this year looks dope already. Like even possibly better than last year. Um, potential. There's potential. There's also some on here too, and I don't have like a total list or anything like that, so I can't dive too deep into this. But there's some games too which have not been like specifically dated, which I would assume aren't coming out this year. But like at the same time, I'm like, that it's not potentially like out of the question, I guess, for me. Like uh, the one that pops into my head too is like Ghost of Tsushima. I know they have not set a date for that game, but and the fact that they do you honestly, think Ghost of Tsushima comes out before The Last of Us Parts Two? Um, yes. Yeah, that, dude. You realize that Sucker Punch has been working on that game for a very long time, right? Longer than The Last of Us Two. That's fair. Because Uncharted was done in 2015. Small infamous second son infamous second son was a launch game. game yeah it was out in like march of 2014 right something like that so yeah they have been working on ghost of tsushima for a very long time uh, I, guess I would say in my head i'm i guess i'm just trained by sony like they announced the game it's not coming out for two three years yeah um it looks 
I don't know, dude. I'm very interested in that game. The fact that they didn't show gameplay, though, I think probably means that they are not Close releasing the it this year. Yeah, they're not releasing it this year for sure. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. There's a couple other games that, I, like I said, I didn't compile a whole list of games that might release but haven't, but uh, or haven't been given dates. But yeah, I don't know. This looks like a good year. I am. One thing I'll say too, and it, like it, it has totally worked on me since I bought my Xbox One X. I totally look at third-party games differently, dude. Like I am like that. I mean, and he, it seems like a an obvious thing, I guess. But I did not expect myself to just totally be like, "Wow, I have this Lamborghini of a console now. I should probably get some cool games for it. accessories for it." Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to play on that thing throughout this year, dude. It is. Cool. Me. Um, all right, let's get into our favorites. I think kind of just reading through these lists, it's obvious where each of us stand in regards to a lot of things, um, especially our higher up ones. But we'll start at the bottom of the list because I don't know what you're going to have in the bottom of your list. Yeah. Even though I think we will have four in common on this list. But what is your fifth game, Max? Well, will we have we'll have four we'll in have, common. Yes, we'll we love four. Our, so my fifth, <laughs> my fifth is Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. Um, kind of really the only Rockstar games I've played is GTA Five and Max Payne Three. Um, and obviously those are two very different games, but Red Dead, you know, everyone's excited for it. It's another open world game. I'm sure the Cowboy story will be cool. Like that's a game I will go in, I will play the world and the story, and then leave. I won't it come is back. a Rockstar video game, um, which means it is of a, an insanely high polish, and they have not released one since 2013. Yep, same year as so last. It's been us. five years that they've been stewing on this. Obviously, they released ports of GTA Five, and but, GTA uh, Online just keeps raking in the dough. Yeah, yeah, but that's like a whole separate part so, of the game. I was working on that. Yeah, so Red Dead is my number five. Um, okay, I was going to ask you something, but we'll circle back to that in just a second. Uh, my number five. So I, there's a lot of games like like I said, like the, there's like four obvious ones on this list right now that we've talked about, and then like one kind of like I don't know. There's a bunch of other games that I'm excited for, like Sea of Thieves or Crackdown or whatever. Um, but so I didn't really know what to your throw number, this. Your number five, Spider Man. Obviously, you're like just barely yeah. excited for it. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of barely doing anything for me. Um, my number five is Shadow of the Colossus. Surprisingly. I am. Dude, am I, I allowed to my... give that to you? Because that game technically came out like a decade ago. <laughs> it, it, here's the thing. I'm like stupid excited to play that game again. I, I have no idea Kevin, why. You and Kevin both are just amped. I have, and, and here, here's the thing. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, Shadow of the Colossus is run, one of the greatest games ever made. It's like all time my, in my top five, dude. I really like the game. I really think it is something special. Um, I really like the experience of that game. But I have not. It's not something I think about constantly. Um, for some reason when that was revealed at E3 though, it was just like something clicked with me and I was like, yo, I would totally play that game again. And, uh, it looks very pretty. I don't know if you've seen any of the like side by side screen comparisons compared to like the PS2 version to the PS3 remaster. And then now this, I've saw the blog post. Looks amazing, dude. Looks so freaking good. Um, Bluepoint, I don't know. The guys who did the Uncharted trilogy. <laughs> Remember when I was like, yeah, graphics don't matter that much, you guys. Come on. And now all I do every week on this show is like, yo, that game looks very pretty. I would like to play that video game because it looks very pretty. <laughs> 4K gaming. It's this is what it has done to me. 
I've become everything that I hated. Actually, I, I never hated people like that, but I guess I just didn't put an emphasis on it. And now I do. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I, I, it takes my fifth spot just because I'm excited to play it. In reality, like it'd probably be like Anthem. Um, but I don't know enough about Anthem yet to really put it on this list. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus is one of those games that I know I will purchase and then play like immediately. Just because I'm familiar with it. And then you'll realize they didn't change the controls at all. They lied to you, and it's an awful game. I don't think the controls are that bad on that one. I mean, they're not great. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But I I know what I think I only killed, like, four Colossi. I know what the controls are, so I guess it doesn't bother me that much in, like, that regard. So it's like, oh, they changed. They've said they've changed and made them modern. I just just give everyone a hard time. Hopefully X is jump instead of triangle. See, that's the thing. It's not even like that crazy of a control system. It's just like, why do I jump with triangle? Why do I do this with break trigger? Why do I like, it's just weird how they map them. Yeah. Uh, so just moving around and it should be fine. Uh, what's your fourth, Max? Project Octopath Traveler. We did not touch on that one. That was one I forgot to mention in our rundown, even though I looked at it. I still have not played this demo. Dude. I, I need to. I need to. I oh saw it on my Switch the other day. Gosh. It's got it's gotten pushed off of my main screen of my Switch, so I haven't seen it in a while. And then I was it's like scrolling so down the other day. Good. I need to. Play and it. this I game is going to be incredible, and I cannot wait to play it. I need to play it. I will the circle back. Music. And talk about it once I play it. So good. I love it. Um, this kind of leads into. I mean, I mentioned this to you. I think I mentioned this specific game to you. But in that kind of like old school RPG vibe, I really want our next game for playing report to be Chrono Trigger. I really do. You've mentioned it. I gotta bust, bust out, out the v- Vita. Bust out the Vita, Max. Let's play it. Let's do it. It's the greatest RPG of all time, supposedly. I'm, Neither I'm of us really, really hoping this January Direct goes, yo, virtual console's coming. Here you go. Oh, snap. There's Chrono Trigger and we're good. Chrono Trigger? No, that won't happen. There's a Chrono Trigger. There's a version of Chrono Trigger on like GBA or. I no, thought Chrono Trigger was DS. a Super Nintendo game. Uh, it was a. PlayStation. It's on the mini. I think it was on a Super Nintendo. I thought it was on PlayStation as well, though. It's I'll on look Vita. Into this. It's on Vita as I a do. PS1 classic, so it's clearly on PS1 at some point. Um, yeah, I think it was on Super Nintendo though as well. Um, I don't think that game would come to come to uh it's a super nintendo game it's on ps1 though as well right um let's find out wikipedia um, i mean that would be the only way it's on vita (laughs) platform super nintendo playstation nintendo ds ios and android it came out on playstation in 2001 in the states that's right and i've heard people actually crap on that port of it the OG one is the Super Nintendo, supposedly. In 95. Yeah. And I've heard people say, don't play the PS1 version. But those are like the super hardcore fans that like know the differences between the two. Where I would just be like, I don't know. I never played that on Super Nintendo. Sure, sure. I'll play Chrono Trigger. We got to play that game. We got to do that. I played like the opening like 30 minutes. And I was like, yo, this is really cool. And then I lost my save because I, I forgot that in old games, Max, there was no auto save and you had to manually save. And I was just like, I'm done. I'll just quit out of this. <sighs> Man, auto save has screwed up my old gaming habits. Uh, Octopath Traveler looks cool. I'll let you know once I play it, which is hopefully number four for you soon. Uh, number four for me is Red Dead Redemption 2. Whoa, uh, what a coincidence. 
Yeah, I can't believe I was on both of our lists. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's Cowboys. It's Red Dead Redemption. It's a it's Rockstar, Rockstar game. Good. It's everything I like. I hope they add... Uh, I, I can't remember if they've talked about it or not. I hope there's like heist-type stuff in it, though, similar to GTA like, 5. Dude, if you and I... Can rob a train? Kevin can rob a train, it might beat the best Sly Cooper set ever, which is Chapter 7 in Band of Thieves, where the entire thing is just rob the train prep execute it's the best i love that train robbery it's pretty good it's the best it's so good jean besson pretty good it's like cooper we i think like your game <laughs> so i think come on our number three is the same and i think our one and two flip well then that means number three is god of, god war. of war yeah yeah I had God of War originally at my uh, four spot, and then I swapped it because I realized how much more excited I am to play it. Uh, I don't even like God of War that much, dude. Like, you're the bigger God of War I'm fan out of the, the two of us. God I think Kratos sucks, <laughs> but this game looks so freaking good, man. Like, I, the fact that they've got me like legitimately this excited for a God of War game is crazy. But I you cannot freaking wait to play that game. You know what we should do, or at least I should do before. When four finally has a date, we should buy God of War three on PS four. That's got to be dirt cheap, like five bucks. I see it on sale for like five bucks all the time. I should get that and just like blow through that game because it is so good. <laughs> it's just God this War... brutal slaughterhouse. Yeah, that game is messed up. Dude. I love <laughs> I love that first boss fight with Poseidon, and you push in R three and L three, and you stab his eyes out with your thumbs. Yeah, that's awesome. Best thing about that game is like it keeps the pace up really well throughout the entire experience. It's like, like you, you are just con- killing gods. Like, yeah, like every like forty five minutes, it seems like there's like a major fight. It kind of slows down there with the whole stuff with the god chick that you bang. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, where you have no? Is that two? Where? No, it's three. Where you can nail whatever that chick's name is. I forget. I'm thinking of something in two though, where you like use a girl in the gears to keep. Oh her yeah, yeah, <laughs> that didn't age well. Uh, uh, I mean, how much of God of War's age feminist, well? Yeah, like feminists are like treating women in the games. Age, yeah, yeah no, it didn't really age but, any but, of that. But now, but now Kratos is a good man because he settled down and had a and child, child, and he's gonna teach that child how to kill deer. And that's why we're excited for God of War 3, because you're going to hunt down deers. Dude, seriously, too, though, like, obviously it will not be this long, but them saying, like, oh, yeah, it's like 25 to 35 hours. Like, my mouth dropped when I heard that. I, I imagine totally, it being just totally around like 18 to 20. This is totally going to be like a Tomb Raider game. And, and it's going to be dope. And it's going to be like God of War, where it's like, oh, new area. I'm going to run around and just find runes or some garbage for an hour. And just beat the crap out of everybody. It looks so good, dude. I just want to. What if it's twenty five to thirty five hours of just God of War two, just running around killing them? That'd be fun. I don't know. I'd be fine with that still too. I guess. I don't know. Anything this game gives me, I think I would like. All right. I'm just sold on the concept too. Plus, I think I like Norse mythology more than I do. I'm a, I'm a Greek guy. Like, I, I, like Greek I don't know. Anymore. Maybe the maybe the Greek stuff just kind of wore on me after. I mean, they did Greek mythology six for six games. So yeah, it might not. It might not be more of a. It might be less of a. I like Norse mythology and more of just like a. Oh, this is this is cool. Like, this is breath new. of freaking fresh air. Mm. So yeah, that game's gonna be good. Number number two. 
Yeah, slash number one for me. We'll just do it like this, I guess. Spider-Man. Yeah. This game's going to be dope. It's going to be very good, dude. It's going to be... I've said dope a lot in the past five minutes. When do you you think it releases? What's your, like, actual guess? In my head, I think July. I think I see, like, August-ish. I see uh, this kind of beautiful middle summer game. Because not really a lot it seems comes out in the summer and i just see spider-man like web slinging like just the perfect way to coast through the summer like that's what sean, i see in my head sean Layden has hinted that it's the first half of this year totally don't think it's the first half of this year um i think that was just like i can't remember where he said that at but it was like i i can't remember i can't remember what his exact quote was but he said something along the lines where it was like oh so spider-man's first half of 2018 cool that game's totally not coming out before e3 um yeah i think i think like august or july makes sense because i don't see this even though this is going to be like one of the year's biggest games i think i don't see it alongside like the massive call of duties and assassin's creeds in the later half of the year like those big heavy hitters i don't see it like it would obviously sell well compared to those. Like, I don't, I don't think it's like something that, um, they should be worried about or anything, but, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. There's just like, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things where I look at it and it's like, yeah, it seems like a summer game. And maybe it's because the infamous games came out around that time too, even though Tucker Punch and Insomniac are not the same, I was but say, I, they have nothing to do with each other. I have nothing to do with each other, but the infamous games both came out around like June or July, if I'm correct. And so maybe I'm just Not, like, oh, superheroes in the summer. That's what you do. So yeah, I kind of do. And then you have Infinity War is in May. Yeah. Not that they directly tie, but you know, you can coast off that. We talked and we talked about that at some point. I don't know if it was on this show or just like back and forth. But like, hey, what if they tried to time this up with Infinity War? And I, and I don't think they will. Um, because they think, don't directly tie in. They're not related. Yeah, it, they, they don't tie in. I mean, it's always a good thing to be like, hey, did you see Infinity War? Did you like it? Cool. Here is a Marvel video game you can purchase. For... Speaking of which, we did not touch on it. Dude, we're going to learn more about that Avengers game soon. That Square Enix. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Dynamics, right? Uh, yes. And the people that did Deus Ex? It's like all three of them, Eidos Montreal? I think... No. I think Eidos is doing something with it. I think both of them are working on it. Yeah, it's something like that. And then, uh, Crystal Dynamics also told us all to stay tuned very soon for Tomb Raider news. So maybe Square's just gonna do, like, a massive, like, dump where they're like, here's Avengers, here's Tomb Raider. Maybe I I read the... I thought there was a rumor. Maybe this is where I got Eidos from. Maybe I thought Eidos was doing Tomb Raider? No. Crystal Dynamics is. Doing both? Crystal hmm. Dynamics is always doing Tomb Raider, I thought. I know, but I remember reading a report from Jason Schreier saying, like, they're doing Avengers yeah. now. Yeah, but they Tomb Raider they said, the Tomb, Tomb Raider people said. The Tomb Raider account did. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah that but was that like, was the hey, Tomb Raider account, not the Crystal Dynamics account. I thought it said, like, Crystal Dynamics team or something like that. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I've got the exact quote here pulled up. I guess it doesn't say specifically. Yeah, I mean, it makes Eidos, sense. Eidos Montreal is working on it with them. Okay, well, that on, makes sense. I on Avengers, I should say, clarify. It is yeah, Square, Crystal, I, Eidos, and Marvel. We're going to learn about all of that very soon. That's super dope I, I, yeah square's probably just going to do a big dump of information with both of that game and avengers if i had to take a guess 
and and Kingdom Hearts three? Uh, maybe. I guess they could. Like, yeah, let's just have a Square Enix direct. Let's do that. That'll be fun. Um, I could do that this month. Yeah, I forgot that. Man, that Avengers game. We're gonna hear more about that. Very excited for that. Uh, more 2018 things. I guess we forgot about. Yeah, Spider Man is a. Uh, Spider-Man is going to be the greatest game that's ever been created by human beings. Uh, there's a couple out there that have been made by aliens, so we can't count those. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I hear it. I'm going to like this game <laughs> regardless, probably. Uh, so I will totally. This will totally be one of those things where I fanboy out, regardless of how the end product is. That doesn't mean like if I was to review it, I'd be like ten out of ten. It's infallible. Because um, I'm honestly, I hope I, that's your review. <laughs> Because uh, I remember w- watching the E3 thing this past year, and everybody's like, "What did you think about it, Logan? You're so excited for this game." And I was like, "I don't know. I need to process this." Did <laughs> because you... like I have such a specific idea in my head of what I want this game to be. But dude, um, like the at PSX, they put out this little video like talking with the people making the game, and they said the same thing you always say. It's like the best Spider-Man story is a great Peter Parker story, and like they yeah. said that, I was like, "Crap! Did Logan write the script for this video?" Yeah, like no, that's they always been it. my thing. I think I, I think I actually saw them talking about that on GameSpot's stage. I think it was. I don't know. I, I, I remember swinging by there at E3 and I watched them talk for a little bit. Um, yeah, the best Spider-Man stories, and that was kind of what the latest trailer showed too. Is it's like, oh, we're putting a heavy focus on Peter Parker here because. I think that's kind of been the fault in a lot of Spider-Man games in the past is that it's always like a Spider-Man game. You only want to be Spider-Man. It's like, no, I don't. Please put me in some situations where I'm this like awkward, nerdy science dude because that's cool. And I just want to go around and take pictures or something like that. The best Spider-Man stories are where you are Peter Parker. Or not where you are Peter Parker, but where there is like a heavy focus on Peter's personal life. And then he's like, oh, shoot, and I got to do this side thing where I freaking climb up the side of a building or something like that. And that gets in the way of my relationships and my schooling and my all that stuff. Those are the best. And I, I think they're going to go down that route. Story-wise, I'm excited for it. Um, the, I guess the la- one other thing I'll say about it, too, I still feel like they haven't tipped their hand that much with this game. And that's why I'm super excited. Because every time we see this game, they're like, Hey, yeah, you know, Mr. Negative is the big bad guy in this game. And I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's freaking not. I know he is what not if the he, big bad guy in this hold game. On. What if he is? I'm totally fine with that. Okay, like, all right, all right, all right. I just, I want to see fine if, with like, that. I want to see if all your expectations are, like, the big bad guy is some Spider-Man villain I don't even know that you I'm love. Still, like, I'm remember, still convinced Remember when that... Vulture was announced as Homecoming and we we're like, that doesn't sound good. And Vulture yeah. turned out to be great. Yeah, like I have no doubt they could do Mr. Negative Fantastic, and I think the route they're going down is already pretty interesting. It's pretty similar to the comics, but like I think I think that'll be good. So I, who do I'm you conv- think the bad guy I'm, is? I'm thoroughly convinced everything we've seen about this game though is from like the first three to five hours. What do you I don't, think? Who, I don't who do I do think not think they have shown us that much. And that's what makes me is? super excited. I don't think there's like one main villain per se. So you think it's a Spider Man three situation where we got a bunch of villains? That's how video games kind of work, I guess. I mean, like, I don't Arkham know. Asylum. <laughs> Arkham Asylum, you're killing a bunch of bad guys. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, there's a lot of bad guys who show up in that. So hey, like, if Doc, I can Doc fight... Doc robbing a bank. And if I like, can right, fight cool. Rhino, I'm down. Yeah, like, some, somebody like that will show up. I don't think there's going to be, like, one huge bad guy. Um, honestly, I hope there's no goblins in this game. Please, God, no goblins. But, I mean, the um, Osborns will be in this game. I hope the Osborns are in it, yes. 
just I don't know if I haven't turned into the green or hobgoblin yet. No, I just don't. I I hope they're not major players as far as like villains go. I hope it's just like, oh, Norman Osborn is a character in this world, and oh, he's in this one scene. Last game demo. Yeah, Kingpin is how the game opens. They've already said that. They said the opening sequence of the game is you fighting Kingpin and taking him to jail, and then after that is when it picks up with the E3 demo. demo. I saw. Yeah. I mean. I know it's you. Good, dude. Yeah. It's gonna be a good game. Um, I'm, I just I, the web slinging looks so good. Like that's all I care about. Like the web slinging looks good. We're good. We're good. We're, we're we're good. We got the one thing that I needed here out of the way, um, and it looks so fluid. And I don't know. Right, I, I mean, that's right, just, keep, that's your just my pred- keep your pants Sorry. on. That's just my prediction, though. And I, I feel like it's a kind of good one that they have not shown us very I much agree yet. With you. I, they have, I, I feel really- like they've shown a singular block of that game. I agree. <laughs> and that's like when I think about that, I'm like, holy crap, this is going to be so good. Because I like how, how long how long do you think that game would be? 20-ish hours, maybe? Yeah. I was going to say around 25. Yeah, you would think. I mean, it's an open world game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, there's a lot. I think there's a lot we know about the game now, but there's also like not a lot. Like, is there like side quests? Is there like, how does that stuff work? Because you know, they're going to add more to pad out that world. So it's not just like point A to point B swinging through the city doing main missions the whole time. And I doubt it's where'd going to be. Your, where'd you get your driver's license? A cereal I, box? My balloon. Hopefully they bring my, the, my balloon side missions back or whatever from Spider-Man 2. I don't know. I'm just this game's gonna be good. Anyway, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts two, which is or three, which is your number one. <laughs> and is your number two. This is my number two. Um It's coming out, the dream. It's here. The game was announced. I, yeah, it's uh, I at feel like twenty thirteen, I think, was the announcement. Or twenty fourteen. Yeah, it's tw- it's twenty thirteen because I didn't watch E three that year, and then all of a sudden I got online and it was like Kingdom Hearts three. I was like, What just happened? What did I miss? You missed the Tears flowing down my face in the dead of night, screaming in my house, waking everyone up. That's what you missed. Um, it's coming out. I'm okay. It'll be okay. That's the thing. It's like not high up on my list because of everything I've seen so far about it. Not to say everything that we've seen looks bad or anything like that. It's more just like high up on my list out of like, well, of course, this needs to be high up on my list. It's Kingdom Hearts three. Like it's only been half <laughs> my life. Yeah, I feel like an obligation to put this like on my list because, like, yes, duh, of course, this game is oh. finally releasing that we've waited so long for. My childhood has uh, finally come full circle. I might actually go back. At, like, I almost played this the other day instead of Uncharted four, but I, I think I might just r- kind of try to wrap up. You have dream to do drop dream this. drop. Dream this. drop. Yeah, I think I might just try to wrap that one up quickly here, because I got to like Hunchback of Notre Dame Town, and then I was like, "Oh man, I'm kind of bored with this." And then just push. Like part of it is it looks a bit more dull because it is a 3DS game put on a PlayStation 4. It's not even. It was more just like I didn't like how it was like times up back to Riku, and I was like. Oh, and what? the further the further you get in there, the I, the further you can make. Eventually, you can essentially just control when you drop. That's um, good. Just just push through it because seriously, out of like all the games, no, that one does a lot of setup for the three. One. Like you just you do that, and then you play point two, and like you will be good to go into three. You're 
Yeah, and I still need to play point two because that one is going to be like what three is like. And I it still is, not... and three will look beautiful. And I've almost just gone and decided, I've almost thought about just being like, okay, I'm just going to play point two real quick. Just get that out of the way. Cause... But I should wait for Dream Drop first. Because I know they tie in or whatever. Yes, but they do when you need it. I just want to try it from a gameplay perspective. Be like, how does this feel? And see like that. But I'll wait. I'll get through Dream Drop. Yeah, I think that might be the next one I do after I finish this Uncharted run. Just so I can like check that box and be like, I'm good. I'm ready. Bring on the Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, in, the same, in the same vein as Spider-Man, I still feel like the, we have not been tipped off that much to nope. this game. I don't know. Like We know a fair amount of worlds and stuff like we talked about earlier, but I uh, still feel like there's a lot left to learn. That kind of makes me excited. And I think that's what has put them both of these games high up on my list and kind of got a war to to an extent. Like We don't know very much about like any of these games other than like, oh yeah, the gameplay looks good and uh, it is this IP that I like. Sure, I'm very excited for this. Um, yeah, like Shadow of the Colossus is like a known quantity. I don't know. These all these games, I feel like we have been fairly well hidden from, which is feels good. Like I don't even think we've really seen like a, you know, at some point in God of War, it's gonna be like, oh, I am Thor. I've come down from Valhalla to kill Kratos, and it'll be like, whoa, cool. <laughs> and you'll have to fight Thor. Like that is going to happen. Uh, I hope so. And shown that yet, which is very nice. Whereas, like, I feel like God of War 3, it was like, hey, guys, check out fighting this Titan and check out fighting Poseidon. I feel like I saw the entire Poseidon fight before that game ever I released. I mean, to be fair, the Poseidon fight is the first five minutes of that game. That is true. Like, literally, you were just, you were climbing up Gaia's back and you fight Poseidon. Wasn't the wasn't there E3 demo one year, though, just that entire fight? Probably. I yeah, I think it I was definitely that. the climbing up Gaia. I remember seeing that. I'm pretty sure, like, the Poseidon fight was just, like, they showed How the entire- cool. <laughs> How cool of a way for them to end God of War 2 with the Titans climbing up Mount Olympus and Kratos riding Gaia. And 3 to pick up exactly where you left off. Like, nothing had changed. It's like the last Jedi of God of War. Kinda. The last Jedi picks up right where Force Awakens. I mean, technically, yeah. It's, no, that's a. I mean, that's how I. I think we all assumed it would go down because I remember. But still, it's just that's a really cool moment. Like, yeah, just riding big tree lady up the mountainside. The end of God of War. I wonder if they're going to. Certainly, back on God of War, I guess now. I wonder if they're going to fill in any of those gaps after, of like, three, how he survived. Yeah, because he's very clearly got a giant sword that has been stabbed through his midsection in this game. He's got a massive scar there. I'm sure though. I'm if they don't outright say does, it. And God of War three ends in like you just like destroyed the entire world and then Kratos jumps off a cliff, right? You open Pandora's box, yeah. You open Pandora's box and then you kill Zeus and then uh, he like lays there and is dead and then Athena. it like comes back after the credits or something like that. Yeah, and you see his and body. You see, like, and you a see blood like a blood trail like leading off the edge of a cliff and then he's gone. And that's it. And now he's in Norse mythology. <laughs> Seriously, wouldn't surprise me if it's something as simple as a Norse god showed up and it turns out to be who he ends up marrying and they have a baby and then she... some hot, it, uh, he got picked up by a, Val, a Valkyrie. That's it. Some lady Maybe. came like, in on a Pegasus. And... It could be outright explained or it could just be some collectible you find. 
something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, it'll have if that game is twenty some hours, like I feel like that'll be touched on at some point, obviously. I don't I don't know if it'll be like bashed over everybody's heads because I think it's very clear both in the naming convention of the game and just the overall tone of this God of War game that they are trying to make a clear cut break from the past series to this one. I said I think it'll still be obviously touched on at some point. Um, you think Kratos will die and they'll like hand off the reins to that kid or something like that? No. Think they, they think that kid will die? <laughs> and, then got him, and then Kratos is like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> I don't think it would happen just like that, but... He'll pull a John Wick or people keep asking me if I'm, I'm back. back. And, and I, I think, think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back. back. <laughs> <That> is, <sighs> and then he gets chains on his wrists and it's like, whoa, cool. <laughs> Blades of Chaos are back, baby. Um, 2018 is shaping up to be a good year for the video <laughs> games, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I like the, the industry is very healthy right now. I, mean, so I think I think some of the early years of these consoles were kind of weak. Like I did not much care for 2014 through 2016, like that much. Like, don't get me wrong, there's some great games that came out, but uh, man, we have hit our stride in 2017 and 2018, and like this is. Uh, I think that's why I'm also kind of upset that this console generation is about to end so quickly because it's like, oh, man, everybody knows how to optimize for these things now, and we're finally getting amazing games, and it's over. But, oh, well, that's so is video game life cycles, I guess. Uh, this year is going to be fun. I am it is. I'm very excited for this year. Um, and I, the one thing I, I, I guess I want to say this earlier, too, but um, and I'll ask you about this, too. This will be kind of how we wrap up. I, I want to consume way less this year because I think I didn't burn myself out Join last me. year. I, I didn't burn myself out with video games last year, but man, I played more than a human being probably should in a calendar year. Uh, so I kind of want to cut down this year, not to like join join me, not to like stupid amounts or anything like that. Because obviously, I still games. I'm not gonna do that much. If I could hit around like fifty or more, like that'll be fine. That sounds like a lot. There's a lot of games that come out. Um, I don't know. We do a gaming podcast, so it's probably important that we play video games. It's also, I mean, I also write about them a lot, so plus I just enjoy it. But yeah, like I, I think I, I think I need to consume less of everything in 2018. Video games are included with that. Less podcasts, less just content in general, because I, I think I have become stymied with my own thoughts on certain things. Like I feel like even with this podcast, sometimes I'll come in and my thought process about a certain game will be like, yeah, I heard so-and-so talk about this and I'll like restate their points rather than like giving my own opinion on things sometimes. I don't know. I want my thoughts to be more of my own this next year. So I'm going to try to trap myself in a vacuum is what I'm saying. You do you bro. Anyway, this year's going to be fun. I'm very excited for it. Uh, the last question for you, Max. Do you think 2018 will be better than 2017? Games-wise. I think I'll enjoy it more. You will? Because there's more games coming out that I care about. Like, really? Well, I guess Kingdom Hearts 3. I was going to say, like, dude, you were Kingdom all Hearts, Super King- Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, I guess. But Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts God of War, <laughs> Spider-Man. Like, there's three. Just like Days Gone. Days Gone, I'm Days very gone. interested in that game. Um, and we still don't really know Nintendo beyond Kirby and Yoshi. 
yep. and Fire Emblem. Like Nintendo's going to have some really cool stuff, I think. That and might come more into view here. I joke I joke about Metroid Prime Four. But Metroid Prime Four this year i'm sorry dude we have it is the start of 2018 and all we have for that game is a logo and some space noises <laughs> yeah this year. um so i'm nintendo i'm sure will announce something that's gonna make me go Ooh. may 2018 be the year where the 3ds finally dies let's hope for that um it will I, I think one of them one of the models just ended production in japan i think, I think this is its last year um, I, I think last year was its last like notable year, but especially if we get like a Pokemon game this year on Switch, yeah, that's the end of it for sure. I'm excited though; it's gonna be a good year, and we hope that you join us as we babble on about video games throughout the rest of 2018. Uh, this has been episode number 123 of Millennial Gaming Speak. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and uh, Stitcher. Uh, Please subscribe to us if you listen in any of those avenues. Drop us a review specifically on iTunes. It helps get the show in more people's ears. Uh, you can also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns that you have at mgspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what your five most anticipated games are of the year because Lord knows there is plenty of other games coming out that Max and I didn't touch on that much that aren't as much in our wheelhouse, I guess. Like I don't know. Like There are games like Nino Kuni 2 that people are like, losing their minds over and i know for us that doesn't really hit or anything but even stuff like that like that's that's what's cool about the industry right now too like i think there's the a lot diversity of, of content yeah there's a lot of big like look at last year like there was like a ton of landmark jrpgs that finally released last year that people have been waiting on forever like there is a there's something out there for everybody i think right now which is really cool um like near clicked with a lot of people last year not me but i tried it and i just i got i, I got near last night Good luck. I wish you luck. Glory to mankind. Good luck. I still I still really want to go back and like finish that game because I feel so bad that it did not click with me. But I don't know. Anyway. Uh, you can also find every other podcast we do over at MGS or not MGS, uh, modelcitizensmedia.com. Uh, we've got a bunch of different shows over there. Check out our podcasting brand. Visit the site. All that good stuff. Uh, lastly, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow this show at mgspodcast at gmail.com where we have been staggering out our awards for Game of the Year over the past few days. Uh, you can find us there and when the show goes live, if you don't subscribe, we always tweet out a link to where you can listen to the show, so be sure to do that. You can also find Max. He's on Twitter at MaxTheWhite. You can find myself on Twitter. I am at more than, moreman12. That's it. That's it for episode 123 of millennial gaming speak uh we'll see you next week um i don't want to commit to anything but we're going to have a cool section here soon. cool episode coming up soon ish where we talk about to a game developer i have a game developer on the show and we're going to talk to him about his new game that's coming up uh that we have we didn't mention in this podcast um but that'll come up soon here maybe in the next week or two and then if that nintendo direct happens we'll talk about that too at some point uh it's gonna be a good year i hope you join us for it until next time you have a fantastic week. We love you. Bye-bye.